Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a Spot Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we're doing another read along. Woohoo! Yay! We're doing Highest Bitter by Sarah Kate. So, uh, just really quick before we get into this, we decided to wait on Little Bird Lost because it does end on a cliffhanger. And. The second book is not even up for pre-order yet. And the next book she's releasing is another book, like, same world, but not the same story. So, we're just going to wait. We're going to get a couple more books out and then read. So, hopefully everybody's okay with that. If not, I'm sorry. I do want to throw in here, though... That this book is, while technically a standalone, it looks like, I, I guess just to have background information, you do need to read the first four books in the series. I'm just reading the author's note, and it, like, gives an update, because this happens two years after Praise. So, it says that Charlotte is now Mrs. Grant and married. Um, her ex, Bo is now in Phoenix, running a club of his own with Maggie, and the Thruple have had the twins and are about to start for a third and then Garrett and Mia are engaged. Yeah, so this book um does tie into the Salicious Players Club series. It says that right in the beginning of the blurb. So if you want background information on any of these characters, read that first if you haven't. That series is fantastic. We've already read it. It would not be like beneficial to anybody for us to do an episode on it. <laughs> It's so good. I read the first three, and Kelsey, I think, has read all four of the books before this. Yeah. Um, fantastic series. And the first book in the series is becoming a movie sometime, I think, within the next, like, year or two. That is so fucking cool. I know. I'm so excited. I love this author. Me too. And the last book, I think, is my favorite. The one that Courtney hasn't read. Maggie and Bo's book. I think that's my favorite book of the series. And um, but everybody, I mean, everybody has different. Mine is the Thruple. But Courtney hasn't read them all. Okay, well, whatever. I think this <laughs> one might end up being my favorite. Um, shame to you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll read it, I guess, eventually. This one sounds super good. It is. So it's a daddy book. It's. Mm. I guess she is a she works at the Salacious Players Club, which is the King Club. Uh, that the first four books, the main characters in there are uh, co-owners. They started the SP Club together, and so she looks like she works there. I think maybe as a piano player or something. I don't know. And she ends up on the auction block, and this guy super rich guy who's I'm gonna guess a lot older than her ends up paying a ton of money for her for one night and then it turns into more than one night yeah and he dated her mom in the past yeah and she said in the blurb can we overcome the years between us to find happiness and will he find it in him to forgive me when he learns the secret I've been keeping? My question is, is that the fact that he dated her mom or is it something else? 
So uh, in the author's note, it has the content warning, and it mm -hmm. says that there is going to be a heavy emphasis on grief, parental loss, and child loss. So I'm wondering if the child loss has something to do with him and her mom, maybe. And then parental loss, I think maybe the mom died. Hmm. So, I mean, the, these are just guesses. I haven't read the book. Uh, all we have is the blurb to go on. But I'm wondering if maybe that's going to tie in. So oh, I love a hurt comfort daddy book. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so excited. That is like... Uh, Mm. Our midway point is Rule 22, which is Chapter 22. Okay, one moment, please. <laughs> Rule 22. Listen to what she wants. I'm really excited. I am. Um, I know Courtney is, too. She's been chomping at the bit for so long, waiting for me to get my act together. <laughs> Ever so, since this book came out, I've been like, let's do this as a read-along. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I didn't realize it was so interconnected because I know this is more of an outside character. I think we've seen him before. Uh, if you've read the other books, he's been mentioned at least, like, just as someone who's around. I, I th I've been trying to, like, rack my brain and remember because it has been a long time since I read any of the other books. Um, obviously, I read them all as soon as they came out. But... Uh, I think he's just, like, mentioned as, like, a hot older guy sitting at the bar. Yeah. I think that's, like, the extent of his mentions. I could be wrong. It has been some time I since I read it. I want to say he talks to maybe one of the main female yeah, characters. Like, I think he does. I think in, um, fuck. It I might have been the stepsister, the stepsister one, Eyes on Me, the second one. Maybe, yeah. I think he pops up in uh, a lot of the books, kind of how, like, in a lesser um, amount than, like, Madam, uh, what's her name? Madam Kink or he is something Madam, like that. You know who I'm talking about. I do. She she pops up a little bit more, especially in the last one, um, which Courtney hasn't read that one, but she's a little more. Um, of an important side character in that one. Not to say she's not an important side character in the rest of them, but she does play a little larger of a role in that one. And uh, I feel like he's kind of, he's he's just been one of those like reliable side characters that don't really have their own dimension yet. I feel like that's how I remember him is he's just like a hot dude sitting at the bar, maybe has some conversations, but not, yeah. not anything crazy. I agree. I think that that's about the extent of what I remember as well. Um, either way, I am, I'm stoked to get in there and learn who he is. And also just a daddy book. It's been a minute since I've had like a really good one of those minus the care D books. But I mean, I'm talking like a, you know, standalone daddy book not you know like that <laughs> have we ever done a daddy book for the read-along i don't think so is this a first i think it might be um and i then, wouldn't be surprised if it's not though because we do love <laughs> we've done so many we've done so many read-alongs that now i can't remember i don't believe so though i don't believe we've done any sort of like kink We've done uh, King. 
Have we? I think so. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. So if you're reading along with us, go ahead and read to chapter 22 or rule 22 and pause here. Okay. We're back. It's good. It's, it is, it is good. I have a thing for pleasure doms. I just recently, like right before we started this book, I was reading uh, this like series of novellas that had different kind of kinks in them. And the last one I read was one about a pleasure dom. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool, like at least from a reader's perspective, it's a pretty cool kink to read. I like that it's not just the daddy aspect of it that He's centrally more than anything a pleasure dom. Um, I I feel like this book is going to give me anxiety. Me the too. The further we get into it. Me too. Um, I was wrong, though. The relationship between the mother and him, and, like, we didn't see very much. We, we literally, I think it was, like, the first chapter or prologue or whatever was the mom of the girl leaving him They'd only been together for like a few weeks though. And, you know, I guess he was falling in love with her. And then she was like, I have to go back for my daughter. I don't understand how this man has never seen a picture of her though. Like nothing. You've never heard this girl's name, seen a picture of her. anything. In the prologue, uh, Shannon, the mom said her name. But then he doesn't, I mean, and I understand it's been nine years, but she was 12. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. She may have been just trying to keep that aspect of her life separate, which, I mean, makes sense with what we did read from the prologue. I'd, I don't really know why he didn't know more about Daisy, and um, I don't think we will know. I don't think that. I feel like there's enough information to infer that Shannon probably kept that part of her life separate. It sounded like a summer fling that they caught feelings and she said, I have to go back to my life and you have a life here. Yeah. But I, so, I agree with you on the anxiety thing because like she had the perfect opportunity. So yeah, many times, multiple times. So many. Yeah. To just be like, why the fuck? Because I, and I feel like this is going to tie into his thing about like sugar baby or, you know, like women wanting for him yeah. money too, because eventually it's going to come out somehow. Like he's going to find out what her mom's name is, or maybe see a picture or uh, something's going to happen where he's going to like find out. And then she's going to be like, well, why do you, why was there a million dollars? You know what I mean? In my account that I haven't touched. And to the point where she was sleeping in a van to not yeah, touch feel- the money. I feel like she's bratty enough that if he finds out without her telling him that she'll try to, like, turn that on him. I feel like she won't um, just, like, take it and be like, you're right, I fucked up. I feel like she'll be a brat about it. Yeah. I don't know. Which is, like, not the way to go. No. There were a few instances in here where I was like, "Mm, I feel like you're being bratty at the wrong time. But that like yeah you know like getting mad on the plane and stuff like that she's like very, she's very possessive yeah for someone like they were both trying to avoid getting together at 
first. And then it's like, as soon as she was on the plane, it was like that flip. She was like, well, I don't want anyone touching him. Like, yeah, she's very, she's, she's bratty. Yeah. She's very possessive. Even when she doesn't have the right to be, she is, I think, I think it makes sense for her character though. And I feel like it adds dimension to her because she's very much like, I want the attention. Like if you're, on this trip with me to give me attention as a date for me than than me 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 you know that's like that was kind of her attitude about it and i mean i don't feel like it's wrong for her character no no for sure but it was i mean it's it's good so far i really like the dynamic i really like now that they finally exploded and had contact i'm really liking um Ronan's kind of character. I haven't seen too much of the pleasure part. I mean, obviously we've seen the pleasure part, but um, I'm excited to get more into that that dynamic. Yeah, as far as like the kink goes, there hasn't yeah. been a whole lot of exploration into that. No, but I'm super excited. Uh, I I like it so far. I mean, I don't really have much else to input. I'm excited to see how it goes on. Oh, I was wrong. So I made an inference when we were reading the blurb that maybe the um, child loss was but potentially between her mom and him. But no, it was uh, he had lost his wife and son 28 years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. And then obviously she lost her mom. I think what she's 21. So three years ago when she was 18. I feel like when they were having that conversation at the park and he was like, and she, she said, you know, tell me about the other women you've loved. And he goes in about how he fell in love with this woman, but she had a child and, you know, had to leave. I feel like she should have been like, I'm so sorry, but she's dead. Yeah. Oh, or just opened up the conversation there and been like, uh, yeah, I know that woman because she was my mom. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I don't know. I just feel like that should have been the time. It was. I thought that that's when it was going to happen. And then it didn't. And I was like, ah, wanted to strangle her a little bit. But because now they've fucked. So, and she's falling in love with him. She even says it. Like, she's like, I'm and falling he is in love with too. this guy. Like, scared but it's just a matter of time and like uh, at this this it's gonna hit hard later i guarantee this this thing the whole like keeping something from the person that you're like that oh it sets me on edge every single book that has this dynamic in it i don't know if it's a, necessarily a trope but like every every book like this just sets me on fucking edge until Same. it comes out. This and miscommunication when it's like all you would have to do is have a conversation to clear up like the tiniest bit of miscommunication, but it blows into something so huge. That and then this secret keeping they set my teeth on edge. Like Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, especially if I like the book, I'm like, I have to read it as fast as possible to just like get get through it. Yeah, I just want to get to when they know everything. Yeah, it drives me nuts. So I guess on that note, if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till the end of the book and then come back. Pause here. (laughs) 
Okay, we're back. Yes. Uh, I liked it. It gave me so much anxiety, though, because you had texted me and you were like, it's going to happen, like, right where I'm at. And I think I was, like, 15% behind you. And I was like, is it going to happen now? And you were like, no, no. (laughs) And I just had anxiety the whole time until it finally happened. Yeah. Um, I didn't have too bad anxiety about it. Like, I was on edge. But I don't know. I – because, like, I kept thinking, okay, it's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It didn't happen until after 80%. Yeah. And it was resolved, like, within one chapter. Yeah. So So it didn't, like, hang on. Which I thought was, you know, good because we were so far into the book. I was like, this better not, like – be one of those ones where they don't get resolved until like 99%. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So I was glad that honestly, it ended up being a really cute book. She was pregnant um, or she got pregnant, whatever. Yeah. It ended all sweet and happy. It did. It was so cute. They ended up going back to Paris and living there. And I thought it was just such a cute end to it. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I think the next one is going to be Eden's book. Do you think so? I don't know. Well, it's I it's read called it. Madam. So Oh shit, I didn't even see it. And I think it's going to be with her and Clay. I kind of hope so. Clay like uh we didn't even really explain too much of the storyline in the last two things. Clay had tried to bid on Daisy at the auction and ended up getting outbid by Ronan. And um he kind of like inserted himself when she was waitressing one night. He was like, Oh, if do you think maybe if uh, I had won the auction? And he kind of seemed creepy at first, but then uh, yeah, Madam Kink comes up and kind of takes over, and you see him go a little bit more submissive. So I'm glad that it worked out and he wasn't like a super creeper. Yeah. And Daisy even said, like, I kind of feel sorry if he is the way that I think he is, then this wouldn't have worked out anyways. Right. So Yeah, so good, he, good for he ended up sounding kind of just sweet and submissive and just didn't, like, take social cues very well. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I got from him. Yeah, I don't know. I just – I love Sarah Kate, so I'm really happy we got another book. I'm happy we did it on a read-along, too, because this, this was a great one. I am, too. I'm so excited. Um, I know we've mentioned, but the first book of the series is going into film, and I am so freaking – I'm sure it will be a long time, but uh, once it comes out, though, I really want to do a review on it. Yeah, it makes me nervous anytime a book goes into film, though. Uh, yeah, speaking of, I just read – or yeah, so I reread the Fifty Shades series. Because- I've never read it. And then I also watched all the movies. And hear me out. I used to love that series. Like when I was younger. I want to say like 18. I want to say they came out when I was like at the end of high school. Slash right after I got out. Um, So I read them a lot when I was younger. And then I reread them. Because I was like I need need to see how the nostalgia holds up. Because I remembered really liking them. I even got a library card. Specifically to go get that series. Um, And... It didn't is the answer. (laughs) I watched the movies too and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I don't. That's why I'm like, 
I'm curious. I feel like it also matters how much the author of the book or series has, like, creative control as far as it goes. Yeah. Because, you know, an author who's, like, really put their heart and soul into a series is going to try to stick as much to the script or the, you know, original as possible. And I feel like that it really shows when you can see that. Yeah, I got traumatized by Twilight and then never, um, I don't watch movies that I've read the books for. And if I've watched a movie that there is a book for, I don't typically read the book because it just pisses me off. Yeah, I don't. So if we do um, review the movie, like if I'm pissed off, it's a me thing. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. So next week, we are going to do Daddy's Stepstalker by Gianni Holmes. All right. So tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.